Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week and listening to me and hearing my thoughts and sharing me on your Instagram stories and sharing me on TikTok and just all the ways that you guys show me your love and support. It just means so much to me and my heart just literally overflows 24-7. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Today's episode is really going to be about my journey coming into womanhood, mature womanhood, and really exiting the stage of the princess stage and or the wounded woman stage. And these are not the same thing. The wounded little girl and princess are not the same thing, but exiting both of those stages and coming into mature womanhood and also the kind of queen energy, which is a stage in in development as women develop they they enter into different archetypes and a lot of women when they're growing up in in high school and in their 20s and even for their whole lives a lot of women stay in like the princess stage and I was there for some time um and stepping into the queen energy and kind of some fun ways and how that's looked like for me and and yeah so we're just gonna get into it I also wanted to start out this episode and let you guys know that shock rubs is again sponsoring this episode and you guys know if you guys follow me on instagram you guys know that shock rubs is literally my holy grail basically shock rubs is the original sex toy company and they bring such a sense of sacredness and sensuality and intentionality and healing into your yoni and into your self-pleasure practice and i have literally used these products religiously for years and they have helped me so much even coming into my mature womanhood coming into my embodied womanhood they really did help me so much i purchased these products years ago they were not sponsored i did not receive them for free i purchased them with my own money and have been a loyal customer for years and they've really helped me come into my mature womanhood immensely because they help me deeply connect with my yoni with my womb and really get in tune with my sexual energy and really just with the essence and the energy of my yoni and really connecting deeply and moving away from sex and intimacy and even relating to myself where it was very surface level or very much performing even by myself and really disconnected sexuality and really coming into connected deep loving intentional sensual really real like just real sexuality like raw liberated real sexuality that has really been a hallmark of coming into my my embodied womanhood my mature womanhood so I really recommend these products. I, like I said, have used them for years and they're technically sex toys, but I really think of them as healing tools. And, you know, they are the only sex toys that I know of that are actually truly healing, healthy, and genuinely special. And each one is literally a masterpiece and I'm and made from the highest quality of crystal. And I know that a lot of times we can be really intentional which is important really intentional about where we get our crystal products from especially from when they're going inside of us when they're yoni products when they're yoni crystals so when I tell you these are the highest quality crystals and literally the best products ever like I said I've used them for years so I'm very much obsessed and really the first product that I ordered from them was the Shaga yoni egg which was the black obsidian yoni egg and with yoni eggs you're supposed to just allow 
allow the crystal to choose you so whichever crystal that you feel intuitively drawn to that's the crystal that you choose for your yoni egg so I actually when I first bought my yoni egg which was years ago I thought I was going to want the rose quartz but I ended up buying the black obsidian the shaga on their website which is x-a-g-a x-a-g-a yoni egg and that's on the website of shockrubs.com and so that was the first one that I bought and these yoni eggs are basically like little crystals that are egg shaped that you put inside of your yoni and they allow for sexual healing and balancing and activating and really deeply connecting with your yoni and now I purchased the clear quartz crystal so if any crystal yoni egg so if anyone wants to twin with me buy the crystal or the clear quartz crystal yoni egg clear quartz yoni egg on the chakrabs website and you can twin with me and we can both be using those ones right now and i'm gonna go to the rose quartz one probably in like six months or whenever i feel that type of energy but right now i'm just really drawn to the clear quartz yoni egg and if you want to twin with me from a couple years ago you get the black obsidian one and that one is really really good for healing like sexual trauma and more dense energy so that's why I got it at that time. I also got the heart chakra which is this crystal pleasure wand made from rose quartz and this is really a sex toy and it really helped me connect with my sexuality and my eroticism and feeling really safe with a crystal that was shaped like a penis I realized I never had felt truly safe with a penis and so having a yoni egg or sorry a um a crystal wand that was made out of crystals but shaped as a penis it really helped me just connect deeply to myself and also to learn how to open up and feel safe with the energy of like a penis but in such a safe and loving way just with myself and with this rose quartz crystals and the first time that I ever bought um the chakra and the the heart chakra which is the rose quartz one I literally cried and I just cried when I first got it because it was such a deeply like moving experience and and yeah and I just loved it so much so I highly recommend that one and now I also purchased the sacral slim which is a chakra made from orange aventurine crystal I think that's how you say it and I really wanted this one because orange really activates your sacral chakra so I got the orange aventurine crystal yoni wand the sacral slim is what it's called on the chakra's website i got that one because it really just activates your sacral chakra and at this point in my life i just really want to activate and and be so deeply in my eroticism and in my sexual energy and and that's what i want i just want more activation of this energy so yeah guys i really cannot recommend this company enough i love them so much i have used them for years purchased them with my own money never got any of them for free never got any sponsorships before now i asked them if they would collab with me because i felt like we would be such a good fit and because i truly love this company so if you would like to get a yoni egg or a crystal wand and twin with me and get the same ones as me or get anything on their website they have also like anal plugs which are really good for like sexual healing as well if you have any anal sexual violence history or anything going on in that area it's really good to get 
these crystals and work with that area in a really loving way and 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 tell that area that it's safe and it's loved and it's special and it's it's beautiful and it's perfect and and it's safe now and it's a really beautiful thing to work with these crystals so i love this company so much and if you guys would like to purchase from them you can use my code victoria deval 10 and get 10 percent off and guys, make sure you use this code because then it charts down that you guys came for me and I really want that to be noted because it's fun just knowing that my my followers, you know, really admire and respect my advice and the the companies that I endorse. So use that code and get 10% off. So that's Victoria Deval 10. And and yeah, you guys can also get the Yoni bundle on their website together and that comes with the Yoni method workbook for Yoni eggs. So the shock rubs, they have their own workbook and learn you can learn how to use yoni eggs and I know sometimes it might be confusing in the beginning because you might not know how to use your yoni egg or how to bond with it so I actually used the workbook in the beginning and you can get a bundle where you choose your yoni egg and then you get the workbook as well so it's like a little journal and you can journal and it's guide and it and it tells you how to use your own yoni egg and how to connect with it so if you guys would like to purchase from this company you guys can purchase and use your code for 10% off, which is Victoria Duvall 10. And yeah, guys, I love you so much. And let's continue on to the rest of the episode. Okay, so now let's really get into and discuss coming into mature womanhood and what that looks like for me and little things that have changed in my life. And I'm going to start out with some cute things, little cute things that changed. One of the things is I never really used to be intentional about the space that I was in. I always was moving around like I was always I lived in Argentina I lived in Spain I lived in LA I lived in New York I lived in Washington DC in Miami I lived so many places and I would sublet or I would stay places for a short amount of time and when I would stay there I wouldn't really be intentional about the space that I was in and I felt like that was because I just didn't really value I didn't really know how to maturely value like the the energy around me or you know the feng shui and whatnot and now you know so much has changed because I even I really don't even want to travel around as much the way that I used to I used to really want to just go everywhere I could adjust so quickly when I was like 20 or 21 I could just travel to Madrid and then go to Portugal and then go to Paris and I could go to Barcelona and I did those things. I would go all over the place all of the time and I didn't really need that much time to adjust or to really settle into my space. And now I just desire and and want to have a, a home or a space that I really curate and I want to have a garden outside and I want to light my incense and my candles and just make a space really mine and and I feel like that has been a major shift in me because before I could just be everywhere and now I'm just feeling like I just want to have a space that just really feels good and I think before when I was in my early my early 20s I mean I'm still kind of in my early 20s but if I was um you know when I was 20 or 21 I would just really feel like I could just go to this. I remember when I lived in LA, I lived in this little 
apartment and I shared it with two other people that I didn't know and my room literally looked like a prison cell and it was just like so the the bed was like so hard it was like a rock my one of my best friends Suze she used to like we used to have sleepovers all the time and she would come over and we would wake up and our backs would hurt so badly and the floor was like so gross and it just looked disgusting in this room but I just didn't care I like didn't care that it didn't look good and I think now coming into a space in my life where I'm really settled and feeling really in my power and feeling really in my leadership as well and wanting to serve I think that is a really big hallmark of coming from like the princess energy into the woman um into the sorry the queen energy is the princess is kind of asking like how can everyone else serve me like you are the center of the story and you're just looking to be served and you're looking for everything to be you know catered to you and coming into the queen energy is really asking yourself, how can I serve? How can I help others? How can I be a conduit for God? How can I be a vessel for God? And how can I serve humanity and and really just others? And I feel like there's a balance in that that's been really lost in our society where it's been put on a pedestal to completely lose yourself in selflessness as like a mother or as a woman. And people very much put that on a pedestal they put on a pedestal that women lose themselves and and are selfless and and don't you know care about their own well-being and that's not what I'm talking about because that is just codependency self-abandonment um you know that's not a balanced approach that's not actually being in your service that's not actually being um a conduit or a vessel for God because you are ignoring your own needs your own wants your own desires and you're it's actually coming from a space of control believe it or not it's actually coming from a space of selfishness honestly when you serve resentfully or when you serve ignoring yourself and ignoring your own needs it comes from a space of ego and so the balance of coming into a mature woman and into mature womanhood and into being a queen in your queen energy is serving from a space of empowerment and how can I serve how can I give how can I serve others and even with my partner um, I think this was really showed to me in our relationship I think I had a lot of blockages around serving my man right and he serves me 24 7 he was much more in tune with this energy right and as women I feel we have a lot of blockages around the idea of serving a man because we have been hurt for so long and we've been oppressed for so long and our selflessness or our desire to um, you know serve and and love and cater to has been abused and twisted and used against us for so long so I feel so many women have kind of a a wound there and they when they even do get with a really amazing man they feel oh you know I don't want to serve him I don't want to do this or that or they have these blockages around serving and so for me really being in my relationship which is another thing that really helped me feel settled in my mature womanhood and you don't have to have a relationship to feel settled in your mature womanhood but for me especially being as young as I am it did help me settle into these energies because the truth is my partner mirrors me 
he is the most clear mirror I could ever have prayed for. And he really helps me grow as a woman and become the highest embodiment of myself as a woman. And I did all that I could have done on my own, which is what I am a proponent for. You know, so many people want this amazing relationship, but they really haven't done much on their own. They haven't come into their empowerment and their embodiment on their own, but I really had. And so getting into a relationship with him, I was able to be ushered into my next my next embodiment as a woman and and part of that was really settling into and being pushed into um being a queen and being a mature woman and part of that really is devotion and service and and learning how to serve others humanity um women for me it's really serving women um you know even this podcast and my coaching and the offerings that I put out are me being in service to women and using myself as a vessel of God to bring the truth that God desires um me to bring and and to help women and to bring women into their highest embodiment all of that is my service and and also in my relationship uh serving my man and that can look like you know me doing things that I was very selfish before I met him I I very much was you know I I always put myself first even in my family dynamics when I was growing up like I never really wanted to help out in the family unit I never really wanted to you know do any work or do anything to help make the family run smoother or make anyone's lives easier I was just completely absorbed in my own world which is partly as a result of being deeply traumatized by my family and then also in part to being in my princess energy and when you get out of that you're kind of asking you know how can I make his life easier how can I you know serve him in this moment is that just by my embodiment or is that by me going and and doing something to make his life easier I remember he you know he does (laughs) he does more for me than I think I could ever do for him and um and I remember we were we were driving back from he had booked us a a vacation for one of my my birthday one of my birthday presents and he took me to this vegan resort that I wanted to go to so badly and it was this all-inclusive vegan resort in Costa Rica and we went and he you know did everything he booked the hotel he booked the car he drove us there he booked the ferry it was like six hours away and you know he paid for everything and he's so loving he got me massages while we were there you know he's just the most loving and attentive and selfless man and just deeply in service to our union and I remember we had driven back and um he had driven us and we got back and he was so exhausted right so he was so tired from the you know the long day and he is a better cook than me (laughs) he's much better at cooking than me but I'm still a pretty good cook and I looked at him and you know I kind of was like well you know (laughs) what are we gonna do for dinner and he was like you know I'm just so tired like I'm so exhausted and he just went and laid down and, and laid down and I didn't feel like making a meal either but I you know, got up and made made us food, but really I knew that he was so tired and he was so exhausted and usually we make meals together. So usually I'm 
chopping everything up and he's kind of like cooking and seasoning everything he is a better cook than me so usually I do the sous chef duties and he actually makes the meals so I'm chopping everything and washing everything and and cleaning everything and getting it together and then he's actually making the food and um so I just made him this meal this big meal and it was really nice and really big and he was just so happy he was just like wow that really made me feel like really loved and really made me feel like you know we're a partnership and like when I feel really tired like you'll go and and do something and and you know you didn't want to either because I get car sick when I'm in the car so I was really car sick and um yeah just little things like that when the other night you know a lot of it is around food because that's kind of an easy way I feel like my two go-to's for serving as far as with my man I'll make him a meal or I'll like massage him I feel like those are like my two go-to's but um I remember the other night it was really late at night and he had not eaten yet and I had eaten a big lunch and I was not hungry so we didn't really he was really busy he was working all night this man works 24 7 and so it was now like 11 o'clock at night and he tells me oh I'm so hungry and I was exhausted I was so tired I had also worked all day with my clients and you know he was like I'm so hungry I'm gonna go down in like 30 minutes and make something to eat but it was already like 11 at night and so without telling him you know I went downstairs and I made him this you know one of our favorite meals which are jackfruit tacos and I made him these jackfruit tacos and I brought them up and it was like 12 in the morning and he was just like wait what you just went and made me jackfruit fruit tacos and so in moments like that where it's inconvenient for me when I don't really desire to do it right like I'm like oh this kind of inconveniences my life like it's 11 at night I'd rather do my skincare routine and go to sleep choosing to serve him and be selfless in that moment and you know put his um happiness you know, above my desire to just, you know, do my skincare routine and get into bed. Those are ways that you can be selfless in a way that's still grounded, of course, because I, of course, put my needs first all the time or just make sure that my needs are met. It's not really about putting them first at this point because I am in an extremely healthy and not even just healthy, but a very sacred union so it's healthy but then also extremely sacred so my union um is the most important thing to me in my life so for me my needs are met by me all of the time because I've set such a healthy baseline with myself but now it's about how do I put my needs and then our needs as a unit and then his needs all together into one and how do I meet my needs and show up for myself and make sure that I'm not abandoning myself and make sure that I'm not self-abandoning or that I'm not not meeting my needs and that I'm still, you know, feeling happy and fulfilled on my own and feel still feeling completely secure on my own, which I do totally, you know, I get like facials usually all the time and massages and I do my little reading and I do my morning meditations and whatnot and that kind of makes me feel like my needs are met. But then for me, coming into mature womanhood was also seeing how can I also get his needs needs met or how can I get my services needs met because God's desire for me to serve is higher right than my desire so it's about 
looking to God and looking to your gifts and looking to what is trying to be channeled through you and saying, how can I serve this? How can I bring this into the world? How can I be of service in this way? How can I serve this um, you know, truth and this wisdom that's been given as a gift to me, but it's not mine. It's to be gifted into the world. It's to be given to other women. It's to be given into the world. It's how do I serve that gift? And again, I think the most important thing with all of this is really women coming into their empowerment with meeting their own needs, which I think has been the most lost thing throughout history has been women being, you know, they self-abandon and they completely lose themselves and other people and they don't put their needs as important even, not even first, but just they don't even rank them as being important. And so I feel that really catering to yourself, learning how to come into your own needs and, and meeting your own needs and feeling safe and secure and met in your fullness as a woman by yourself. And then once you feel safe there, then you can really create something else. You can, you know, you you mastered that level and now you see, okay, now what else can I take on? What other needs now can I put in, in equal to mine, right? So it's once you master one level, then you move up to the next level and it's just all, it's really all that like in life. It's just all about mastering one thing and then moving on to the next thing and then moving on to the next thing. And it just kind of keeps accumulating in this beautiful way because you're growing in your embodiment and it's just all about growing in your embodiment. So for me, coming into mature womanhood has really looked like serving myself, serving God through my gifts and then serving my partner and serving women and just really putting those things as extremely important even before you know I was just kind of looking like well how do my needs get met I don't really want to you know um serve in this way or I, like women I don't want to serve the world I, I just want to you know live my life and go and do this or do that and I don't really want to do this but the truth is coming into your queen energy is in a lot of in a lot of ways service service rooted in in love and service rooted in in self-security and safety and love for yourself and love for others and not self-abandoning I can't I can't reinforce that enough I can't say that enough service when you self-abandon is not service it is just ego so that is like the most important thing I think for women to know But another thing that I kind of really came into was also my clothes and my jewelry. So, okay, this is going to just, this is just my own personal thing, right? So we're just talking about my own personal journey with coming into my womanhood. But before, I always kind of, and when I say before, I'm kind of talking about my early 20s, my earlier 20s than the one I'm in now. But um, so before... I felt like I could never really keep up with my clothes. I felt like I just didn't really feel good no matter what I got. I felt like my clothes could always be, you know, recycled out or I could give them to others or I would try them on and I didn't really feel good in them. And if you guys know me, you know that I shop all secondhand and this has never changed. I've always done this. So I always shop all secondhand or I buy entirely from sustainable companies. So I only buy from sustainable companies that make their clothing ethically and eco-friendly or I shop from secondhand stores, but I would say 90% of my clothing comes from secondhand stores. And so for me, I really felt like 
in my early 20s, again, 20 or 21, I was looking at the girls around me and trying to kind of wear what they were wearing, but it never felt authentic for me. So my clothes were never really they didn't feel like lifelong clothes. Like I didn't really feel like I loved them so much and I was going to wear them forever and I just was obsessed with them and really confident in my purchase. It felt right for me. It felt right for my body. It just, it felt right, right? I always really was kind of like looking at my friends. I remember I had this friend when I was in my early 20s and she was very into fashion and so I was kind of trying to like wear what she wore or my outfits were never really put well together or I would just wear something that was kind of trendy and I I didn't really know like what do I like as far as clothing and what is authentic to me and it has nothing to do with trends it has nothing to do with any of the you know passing you know fashion that people wear and then they don't wear and they like and then they don't like none of that like what really feels good for me and coming into that even in this past year I really went through my winter closet and then I've gone through my summer closet and I've gotten rid of aka sold on Depop or I gave to friends daughters or my mom's friends daughters um getting rid of all of the clothes that just didn't really fit fit me they didn't suit me right and even clothes that looked good on me if I felt like it didn't feel comfortable. Like I'm the type of person that I need all of my clothing to feel comfortable. I need it to feel comfortable. I need, I can't wear clothing that's like, I tried to get this like tight dress and tight skirt and tight little top the other day. And it's like, you know, sexy and what girls wear out. And I just can't do that. It doesn't feel right for me. It doesn't feel good for me. It doesn't feel good in my body. I just don't want to do it. And so I really got rid of everything from my winter closet and everything from my summer closet that didn't feel good for me and that I didn't feel like this is genuinely my style. And in the last year, I've genuinely come into my style. And I feel like that was huge for me, like just learning how to dress for my own body and buying pieces that I'm going to wear for the next 10 years. Like being so intentional about everything that I buy, I get a lot from Depop or from my local thrift stores. And so just going on Depop and searching things that I really want to wear for the next 10 years and that I really love and buying clothes that just, they have nothing to do with trends, but they just feel good for me and that they're comfortable and they're sexy and they're cute and they just feel good on my body and they feel authentic to me that made me feel like such a woman just really coming into my authentic fashion you know and just that just made me feel so good as a woman and I just love it so much I want to do a thrift haul on YouTube because I have literally thrifted so much in the last year it's crazy because I was getting rid of so much and really just choosing clothing that just felt so right and really creating like a capsule closet and that just made me feel like such a mature woman like it just felt so right like I'm not dressing for trends I'm not buying shit that's you know just for one night and that I don't really like or whatever another rule that I have is when I go thrifting or when I purchase it if there's any doubts in my mind if it's like well I like it but if there's anything like that I don't buy it so I only buy things that I'm like this is a hell yes and I absolutely love this it feels great on my body even if I like the way it looks if it doesn't feel good if I don't feel so comfortable in it I'm not buying it so unless it feels super comfortable super easy super just comfy and cozy and 
And if it looks amazing as well, then it's a hell yes. But if it's not comfortable, I don't buy it. So that's another thing that has just really made me feel so good. <laughs> Okay, and then another thing that really just felt so good and made me feel like such a mature woman is, and by the way, guys, you know, one of the things that for me is when I was younger, I didn't, my mom is not really into like, I talked about this before, I think on TikTok, but my mom like isn't into self-care and she's not into like skincare routines or, you know, doing her hair, or, you know those kind of things like you know clothes or you know she's not really into those types of things and so I never got that I never got that I never understood how to dress or you know how good it feels to wear a necklace I just thought for the longest time like I'm not a jewelry person I just thought for such a long time like oh I just don't like jewelry and I you know didn't I just was like oh I don't like clothes I don't like jewelry like you know I'm not really into that thing but it's that's not true it was just that my mom wasn't into it so I never saw it and I never was taught how to do it and so I had to come into these things on my own so I think for me they make me feel like such a mature woman because I've never experienced these types of things before and so coming into them feels like such a sturdy and steady reclamation and I think for me mature womanhood in these types of ways it just feels very steady and mature like none of that toxicity and drama from you know when you're like 19 and 18 and 20 or you know 17 and 16 none of that drama none of that up and down none of the you know men treating you like shit like none of that drama none of the friend drama like none of that you know it's just none of that when you're in mature womanhood and really committed to being in mature womanhood there's just none of that and I feel like even for myself, another thing with about mature womanhood and just really feeling into this space is just the desire to have real sisterhood, like really coming into sisterhood and really valuing my friendships. And they're not toxic. They're not going out friends. They're not, you know, this drama and we're not talking about boys and we're not talking about, you know, gossip. It's just genuine heart connecting friendships and sisterhoods that are beautiful and soul connections. And that that's really what I desire and and letting go of any friendships that aren't that and and that has been another hallmark of really coming into mature womanhood is just really coming into sisterhood and desiring changing my desires and and for me it kind of went like in my life as a succession it went like I was friends with girls and it was kind of drama and kind of toxic and it was always kind of like that and then I was like you know fuck it I'm just not going to be friends with any girls and I just kind of like turned my heart away from the world and and kind of had this sisterhood wound and then coming into mature womanhood is realizing wait I love women and women are so safe and so amazing and I desire genuine sisterhood and coming into your standards and your values of course I talk about this 24 7 so I didn't really want to talk about it as much in this episode because basically the hallmark of mature womanhood is having standards and values and boundaries and meeting your own needs and creating safety for yourself and all these other fun things are just kind of fun things but I talk about that so much I kind of just wanted to talk about like the more fun stuff today <laughs> but yeah so I feel like really with sisterhood just coming into genuine sisterhood and having real values for what I want my friendships to look like like no I don't want to just you know 
go to a club or you know have some sort of fake friendship or have some sort of toxicity or have some sort of you know we're not really getting along at a you know it's just kind of we're in this trauma bond or whatever it is I can't really trust you it's like no I want women around me that our hearts are so open and we're just cuddling in a bed of grass and we're eating fruit and we're loving each other so much and we have similar values and we have similar hearts and we're both in this mature space in our life and we can talk about you know everything and and you're in your embodiment and in your safety and I'm in my embodiment and my safety and then we can just share that together and and create a beautiful connection and a beautiful sisterhood and that is what I deeply desire. But anyway, back to the other thing I was saying was basically with my mom and, you know, not really seeing these types of things. Another thing that has been really big for me in the last year is jewelry. I know you guys might have seen me posting on my Instagram story about like jewelry I'm getting and stuff like that, but... I never really had jewelry and I thought that I was a silver girl, but I'm actually a gold girl. So I always thought like, oh, you know, I'm just, I wear silver or whatever. If I ever got jewelry, it would be silver. And this past year, I'm like, wait, I'm a silver girl. Like, I mean, sorry, not a silver girl, a gold girl. Like I look so beautiful in gold. I want all my jewelry to be gold and I don't want to buy jewelry that's not going to last. I don't want to buy, um, you know, hoops that are $15 and I lose them and I buy a new pair. No, like I want to really invest in my jewelry and buy really beautiful, fine jewelry, fine gold with diamonds and emeralds and sapphires and and beautiful jewelry that I really love. And I also only shop sustainably and secondhand with jewelry. So I got a lot of my jewelry this year from Wake. I'm literally obsessed with Wake. So it's W-W-A-K-E. And no, this is not sponsored. I just love this company. But yeah, Wake is like everything. So I got a lot of jewelry from them. I got a lot of jewelry from Monica Venator. If you're going to buy from Monica Venator, text me because I do have a link or message me on on Instagram because I have a link and then I get um not like commission, but just credit for sending you guys to them. <laughs> but Monica Venator, Wake, and I just found this new uh, jewelry company on Etsy and they use all recycled gold and I bought a belly ring that's pure gold and I've always wanted that my whole life and you're you know your piercings are really sensitive right and so having gold such a beautiful and and sacred and healing you know um, metal in your ear and in your belly button and and in these spaces that are literally going inside of you feels really sacred and feels really good so I started buying like a lot of just real jewelry like gold jewelry that I really love I'm trying to think if I got from anywhere else I also got from diamonds for you and I also have a link from them but I love their jewelry so much they have such amazing jewelry I bought this long necklace from them and I got the matching earrings and I really want this J necklace for Jeremiah of course and I haven't gotten it yet but I really they have like um the little you know, alphabet necklaces where it has everyone's initials. So I really want to get a J. Um, So that would be really fun. But I've just gotten a lot of like gold jewelry and just felt into how good it feels to just wear jewelry that is real, that is fine, that is all sustainable, of course, because all the jewelry brands I just named, they all 
are completely recycled. So all of the gold that they use, all of the gems that they use are completely recycled and used secondhand and then they re, you know, purpose them into their jewelry. But yeah, just getting jewelry from companies that are really sustainable, really ethical. I just love that. And just wearing jewelry that just feels really good, that makes me feel really powerful, that makes me feel, you know, like a woman, that just makes me feel very womanly and in my essence and powerful and like a queen, right? Like I'm wearing real gold necklaces and real gold earrings and diamond earrings and and just wearing these just feels so good. And Jeremiah bought me this diamond ring for my, sorry, not diamond ring, gold ring for my birthday. And it was so funny because when he had first asked me to be his girlfriend, the day he asked me to be his girlfriend, he gave me a promise ring. And I had originally told him, oh, you know, I only like silver. And then he got me a silver promise ring, but then I stopped liking silver. So then he got me a gold promise ring. So that's a different ring though. He got that one for me, a new and gold one. He like upgraded my promise ring on Valentine's Day. So, so yeah, just really getting into sustainable jewelry, sustainable, you know, fine jewelry that just feels really good that I'm going to wear for the rest of my life that I can pass on. That's just like just so beautiful there's just something so special about really valuing what you have right you know and I just feel like for me it's the same with clothing it's like valuing truly what I have and really buying things that I want to have for the next 10 years and of course with my jewelry having this jewelry for the rest of my life and if I had kids passing them on to my children and and, you know just having really valuable things I feel like that just makes me feel really good and of course you don't have to do that and of course I'm you know well actually if you buy these type of um the jewelry that's all sustainable and secondhand and recycled and whatnot it is less expensive so for example my belly ring was like $80 and it was pure gold I'm gonna do a collab with them I actually think I bought from them and then they asked me if I would write a review and then I was telling them oh I'm an influencer and then they were like oh we would love to work with you so I think I'm gonna work with them so I'll tell you guys where I got my belly ring on Instagram in a couple weeks but but yeah just buying from these companies that just feel really good and everything just feels really valuable and intentional that just makes me feel like a really mature woman I think the last thing that I'll say is just the sense of calm and security is the baseline of what makes me feel like a mature woman. There's no craziness going on in my life. I'm not, you know, having any sort of toxicity at all. It's just healing. It's just beautiful. It's nourishing energy from my friends, from my partner. I just feel really happy and able to move through the waves that that come in my life and of course you know I have my bad days or they're not really bad to me but days where I'm just experiencing different emotions whether that be sadness Jeremiah jokes with me and he'll be like today your yoga pose is downward spiral (laughs) but yeah like some I definitely have those days it's not that I don't but underneath that is a unbreakable sense of security and safety and health like my life is extremely healthy and I think that is what really distinguishes mature womanhood from from other spaces is really your life is a sanctuary for healing and for love and for nourishment and for growth and it just feels good and as a woman being sensual being in your feeling and being able to just 
I'm a Taurus Venus, so I really love like the sensual the sensual, you know, material objects, like, you know, for me, like getting the jewelry and getting the clothing, but just beyond that, feeling deeply secure and deeply safe in the life that you've created for me is mature womanhood. And then all of these other things feel really good too. And they do make me feel like a mature womanhood, you know, having my gold earrings and having my gold necklace and buying from all companies that I truly believe in. I don't buy from any companies that are not ethical. I don't buy from any companies that don't use recycled materials. I don't put my money towards anything I don't believe in. And so doing all of that, but you know, the baseline is just feeling a deep sense of calm in your life, a deep sense of security in your life, because that is the life that you've cultivated. You've let go of friendships that have been harmful. You've done therapy. You've done, you could do coaching with me, of course, if you want, you know, you've done the work and you've had the mentors and you do feel that sense of security in your life. It just feels so good. It just feels so good. Like it really does feel so good. And I think another thing that we don't talk about as much is how fucking good the healing journey actually feels. I feel like for so many people, we just talk about how intense it is and how painful it is and how this and that. And I guess, but the truth is that each time, even if you're experiencing the feelings of overwhelm or pain or suffering or whatever on your healing journey or you know feeling the pain you have suppressed or feeling the pain of your ancestral lineage and whatnot all of that underneath it if you can get beneath those emotions there is an indescribable feeling of security and growth because the truth is that the feelings are just feelings they come and go but as you're committing to yourself over and over and over a feeling of just complete safety in your own heart develops so that even when you're feeling feelings of pain or suffering or you know getting triggered you know feeling triggered which is totally normal there's a sense of security and safety that that brings you through it and so So for me, that is just the hallmark of mature womanhood. And also, of course, along with that is coming into your sexual, your real sexuality. And I think for me, that's been another thing that has really made me feel like a mature woman is before in my life, years ago, you know, and for many women, they they experience this the entirety of their lives. They never break out of this, but your sexuality becomes a performance or it becomes something that is not truly yours and not truly authentic. And it's not really real. You never really feel like, what is my real sexuality? Because you're experiencing men who are just consuming your sexuality as an object to be taken, an object to be conquered. And you yourself play into that by making yourself malleable and making yourself contorted to fit into their desires and to fit into their story and into their their falsity of what they desire and what they want and you contort yourself into that and or we think that our eroticized wounds are our are our real turn-ons and they're not you know and and maybe we feel when we actually get into our real sexuality we feel a lot of pain or we feel a lot of um you know we feel a lot of blocked expressions like for me my throat chakra was so blocked I felt such a blockage in my throat chakra and so 
coming into healthy sexuality, not only with myself, but with another person has made me feel like such a woman. I can express my deepest erotic desires and come from a space of sensuality and sexuality and I'm expressing myself and and in union with my beloved partner and we're expressing ourselves and and coming together and create and making love you know and and it's erotic and it's sensual and it's beautiful and it's raw and it's real it's real and that's why I think 99% of women don't no, they they never come into the space of their sexuality being real. It's either a performance or it's disconnected or they're only having sex to gain some sort of emotional connection. And when the emotional connection is the the baseline, the safety is the baseline, the love is the baseline, and then you can get into the real real liberated sexuality between you two that feels really good it just feels really good guys like I just it feels so good being in my liberated sexuality feels so good and feeling really connected to my yoni and to my womb which is what I do in my one-on-one coaching it's part of my coaching program I bring women into connection with their wombs and with their yonis but deeply connecting in that space through all of the practices that I spoke about in my other podcast about womb healing um that just feels so good it's just about all of this all of this it's about deeply being connected which allows you to feel deeply safe and secure and then all of the other aspects in your life are going to follow suit with that like you know wanting to wear clothes that actually feel good and feel real and feel liberated and feel authentic and ethical and you know sustainable and they feel good for me and wearing jewelry that feels good for me and and you know having friendships that feel nourishing and safe and having standards for friendships and and feeling deeply in my feminine energy and feeling like I'm a leader and like I'm deeply in my service and feeling like I'm in my service to humanity and and women and and with life and deeply connecting to God and, and feeling deeply in union with God and with my spiritual practice. All of that, it just makes me feel like a woman. Also, you know, having my skincare routine, I never had a skincare routine growing up and I have a skincare routine now. Guys, I think I'm gonna become an affiliate for my skincare brand that I use I literally swear by this brand I actually have two brands that I'm obsessed with and I think for one of them I'm gonna become an affiliate so watch out for that but but yeah guys I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon I think I'm gonna cut the episode here but this is really what was on my heart today just expressing my embodiment of mature womanhood and maybe yours will look differently Um, but for me it just feels really intentional and safe and secure and nourishing and feminine and sensual it just feels really good so I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon thank you so much for listening to me and don't forget to go on chakras and get your yoni egg and guys for real I was using my yoni egg today and this is another hallmark of mature womanhood and I'm not even joking it's not because it's sponsored I told you guys and I meant it that I've been using my yoni egg for years and my crystal wand from them for years and I asked them if they would sponsor this podcast because I felt like it would be in line with it but it's not just a sponsored you know ad I genuinely feel that this is an important part of womanhood 
using a yoni egg and also using a crystal wand get yourself a yoni egg I love you guys so much. Use my code VictoriaDevall10. Get yourself a crystal wand. Start deeply connecting to this energy and letting it penetrate you and feeling so safe and so good and so erotic when this safe crystal, you know, phallus, or it can be just a straight, which is the sacral slim, which is just a straight um, wand, but it can be also shaped in a phallus shape and letting it penetrate you and just opening yourself up and just opening and opening and, and realizing your blockages and massaging them out and going further and opening your yoni deeper and deeper. This feels so good. So use my code VictoriaDevall10 and get yourself a yoni egg or a crystal wand. And if you get them, tag me on Instagram so I can see and repost it on my story and see what you guys got. <laughs> but I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon and I'll see you next weekend. Bye.